everyone and welcome to Tales from the Tavern, the official Sea of Thieves podcast. I'm here joined by this motley crew again uh, for some more stories from the studio. Um, first of all, we'd just like to mention that the video series uh, we have, Short Haul and Inside Story, is up online and you can check out all this month. Uh, we're talking about audio and music and uh, from the other music department, <laughs> funnily enough. Um, and yeah, you can go back and listen to um, three of our podcasts now back on the YouTube channel or on any of the reputable... SoundCloud or reputable podcast, podcast apps. apps. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's not on an app that you use, let us know and we'll see about getting it on there. And as you can tell, um, we've went all out for Halloween um, on this. <laughs> I'm wearing this black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, suitably themed. Um <laughs> which we thought about five minutes before we came on air that um, this is actually Halloween. Uh, we're recording it on. Um, yes, so we're going to jump straight into it um, and introduce everyone around the table, as we usually do. Uh, yeah, Joni, executive producer. I'm Mike Chapman, lead designer. Uh, John McFarlane, community video manager. Emma Bridal, social media manager. Uh, Cameron Thomas. <laughs> Why? Sorry, John. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Um, Cameron Thomas, uh, community manager. I'm sorry, you just saw yourself with no, 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 We'll see if he's jester. As yeah, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll Strong man. Yeah. yeah. What did Chad call me on the? Uh, or DK Vine oh. called me on the on the um, Twitter, which wasn't no, true at all. You're the brains. Yeah. Of the community team. Yeah, I'd like to call. Uh, yeah, I like to think of myself. As I'm the, the heart. Brain. Bobby's yeah. the brawn. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Really? He was thrilled. He really? Loved, he loved that. Yeah. I held in saying something really nasty then, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> no, but it'll, it'll be a test to see if yeah. it, it just made me think of Captain Planet, which was... Uh, They're making a movie of it. Definitely. Did oh, you yeah, see that? We had a conversation about that. The yeah. Other day, yeah, we were all singing the theme tune. They're making a Captain, Captain Planet, Planet movie. movie. Mm. Tangent. Mm. Wow, well, sorry about that. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to jump straight to you, Emma, talking about community. Like, what we got from the community this week, um, this month. Okay. Uh, big thing is the Sea of Thieves subreddit got a bit of a makeover. I'm guessing you've all seen it. Yes, yeah, yes. Cool. it's really cool. So thank you to the mods Swish. for doing that. Yeah, but the thing is now your flair, whatever, doesn't show up quite as well. So oh. it's now not as valuable. So mm. mods, could we maybe change the <laughs> colour on the flare, please? It's not as shiny. An animated yeah. flare. Can't do that. Or maybe no. you can. I've not seen it done. Mm. Challenge to the mods. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Mr. Joe drops in. You drop in, don't you? I, I on lurk. Reddit. You lurk. I lurk. I drop in, Bobby drops in, so the, we're in there taking a look. I get banned, like I said last time. All the time. Why? <laughs> Why? You Why you get I just have to go in, like, not log in and just browse. Aww. Mm. I don't know why. John's not allowed on Reddit. Oh. You know what I do, really, though, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, voting closes today for the Golden Joysticks, where we've been nominated for the most wanted game. Um, so please vote. If you, if you get to this in time, but um, it's really cool to be nominated for a golden you know, joystick. We're not. Does the, it close the, the voting closes today, out? Halloween, the day this is going out. So if you can vote, if you have already voted, thank you very much. Um, pretty cool to be nominated for an award yeah. for a golden joystick, and we're not even out yet. Isn't that so. a requirement of most anticipated game? Yes, I would imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in general, because they're going to pour. <laughs> forums. forums forums yes uh forums have uh, been um have been going well like uh you know uh, last uh, last podcast we, we were speaking about the deckhands mm -hmm. um and that's been going well like uh, actually last week i think it was um we found a way 
to allow the deckhands to become uh, moderators. So oh. we've given them some uh, moderator privileges and that's been going really well. Um, and they've just been doing a really good job of just, you know, um, I don't want to say policing the forums because that keeping sounds a bit... Keeping it clean. Keeping it clean, yeah. They've been doing a good job of keeping it clean and, you know, um, like, uh, you know, getting rid of duplicate threads. And um, I don't know if you've seen uh, Catru Walker. Anyone from it? You know Catru Walker? Yeah. Yeah, she's put up a really good thread um, with just the massive info dump of everything on CFDs, like links, videos, articles, everything, information. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really, really good thread. So, so yeah. you got to it before you could then? Yeah. 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 They're going to put me out of a job, those deckhands, but you Aww. know what? <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, it's been going well. Yeah. Really, really good. So we're just ticking over this month. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of big releases, so I think it's people have been slightly year, distracted. Yeah. 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 Games with gold. Oh, yeah. Um, so Major Nelson just this in the last hour announced games with gold for next month and no, one of them is one of them's the secret of monkey island special edition mm. i was actually Pirate playing, game. i was playing it over the weekend oh, mm. i've never played it yeah. okay unsurprisingly i've never played <laughs> i've not played really anything classic yeah we'll save that for off air i'll take it off sorry which one is that sorry which one is the first one the first one, mm. but what? The the, the uh, remastered edition for uh, Xbox. Okay. It came on 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's got kind of the voiceovers and the prettier kind of HD visuals. Right, but it's cool. like basically the Amiga one. Yeah, you can twitch back, like toggle uh, right. back I by pressing the back button. I've not played that cool. one either. There you go, get mm-hmm. it, Games of Gold. Played it on the Amiga, I think. I played one of them on the Amiga. They had four discs. It's first one. The first, first one. one. The second yeah. one had 11, 11 discs. discs yeah. mm. I don't know what an Amiga is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. Sounds like a cute Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> An Amiga. You know, you know my Amiga. One of the discs, one of one of the floppy discs, got stuck in, and the and the the cover thing got stuck in there. So when I came pulled it out, the, the cover, the kind of disc or the the dust cover thing, you know, yes, the bit that yeah, flicks back yeah, forward. Yeah. So then I had to, as a child, rip off all of those from every single disc I had, just so I could carry on playing because it was stuck inside, wedged inside. <laughs> so I ruined wow. every single game I had just so that oh I could play God. them, yeah. oh. including Monkey Island and everything. Wow. Wiped all the resale value off them. As a not forward thinking no. ten year old, no, it's <laughs> so it's worth trying then. Definitely try it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll pick you, it up. I wouldn't imagine you were the rep turning this stuff off your. Um, no, I imagine Mike, even yeah. as a child, oh, bought God, no. two copies got... of every game, yeah. one of which he kept <laughs> sealed and one of which he actually played. I've still got them. I've still got the big box versions, Pride of Place, in the in the games library. First three months. Your Arms. game. You have a games library. Oh yeah. Oh, fancy. Are you oh, most most gamers do right? You got. You don't display I have like an place. IKEA unit they're all shoved in there somewhere. Oh, that's what I mean by I say games library. Okay. I don't mean <laughs> I don't like ornate just, bookcases. Yeah. Oh, it's got a step ladder. No, there's a step ladder. <laughs> it's got yeah. one of those. You can if, ride it around. Yeah, and if you go to Monkey Island yeah, 2 and then just do like that, it opens a secret passage mm, where the, uh, there's a pirate ship in a cave. <laughs> that's a film. <laughs> Stop asking me questions. <laughs> How many times did you play through Monkey Island? Uh, I'll probably still play through once a year. Once a year. Just a year. It's a great. They're great games. It's obviously now it's mostly nostalgia, but they're great games. Like still really funny. The world's fantastic. Great characters. Cool. Yeah. Cool classics. Like cool classics. From mm-hmm. November the first. Yeah. You're just a mug for pain. Pain for it online now that you've now it's in games for gold. That I should have waited 
Heron <laughs> six years. <laughs> Just to save the penny. Just itching, staring longingly. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm games for gold one day. Like. I'm hoping one day it might come under game. <laughs> the time has come. I think it's one of those games I, I do actually have, like bought like in those the sales that you have, and then like as these things become backwards compatible, I just notice them in the ready to install queue just popping mm. up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I did buy that. And your backlog's just piled up and up and up and up. And, yeah. 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 It's good to play Red Dead again. Yeah. Which you didn't like, did you? No. I got, I think Graham Boyd was ready to fight me. What I said was. <laughs> well, I, I've waited to bring it up. I, <laughs> until now. I tried it, but I, I'm still on the bit with, on the ranch with the lady. What's her name? Bobby. At yeah. the very start. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far. So everyone said. Once you get past that bit, it gets really good. And mm. I just said, I don't think I've played it long enough to get to the good part. And people misinterpreted that as me saying it was rubbish. And people got really angry on Twitter. So I have no opinion on it yet. I need to stick with it. I'm really rubbish at horse riding. I keep riding it into buildings and things. Well, me and Forza like Horizon, that. you know, like when you bowl with the, the sides up. Mine oh, yeah. just goes like this. That's how I drive in Forza Horizon. <laughs> like bouncing off the walls. The Not whole in way. real life, obviously. Not in real life. In real life, I'm a very safe driver. But, That's yeah. all right. That's good. That's yeah. Good. So Red Dead. and uh, So you don't get people upset about Red Dead and bacon on... Oh, I've got, de- well. got death threats over bacon, but let's not bring that up again. Yeah. <laughs> bacon? <laughs> yes. I'm a vegetarian. I said I never really liked bacon anyway before I became a good vegetarian. I became a vegetarian. Bacon. Maybe I hadn't had the, <laughs> maybe I hadn't had the good bacon and people you sent me death disclosure. threats. Full disclosure. On I Twitter. got death threats. People thought I should be buried alive amongst other things. <coughs> a lot of bacon super fans out there. <laughs> yeah. 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 People take it very seriously apparently. So <laughs> sorry. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah. On that note, uh Let's jump over to you guys on updates on what's happening in the studio. Mm. What's happening in the studio? Well, we, we just did our second alpha playtest um, internal, um, you know, again with Xbox employees, which was mm-hmm. really cool. Actually. Um, so we've been like we, we took the kind of results of the first one and in terms of when we did it. And so we, we didn't schedule it over a Seattle Seahawks NFL game this time, mm-hmm. um, which was a win. Um, but we, we were doing it in terms of our communications out to people. So the emails we sent out um, actually like allowed people to add a calendar invite from the email and everything. So we're just yeah. trying to improve our kind of um, inviting of players in because that's a really important part of if you're going to run tests like this then communicating to people what's in it why you'd want to come and play etc and so we kind of doubled our player count this time didn't we in terms of people who actually came and played it which was really cool that was a really good win um, and I think they've just been doing a post-mortem I think you were in that um, yeah that's where Cameron just talking was. about yeah yeah um, like what went well and what we want to improve again um, yeah. but yeah really getting into that rhythm of kind of getting a regular release out getting an audience in, having people comment and give us feedback and fill out surveys and all that kind of stuff, all in preparation for when we can actually get this into real players' hands beyond Mm -hmm. this one. Um, So, yeah, really, really cool kind of steps forward for us as a a studio, right? And we got it, like, like a lot better, basically, with our second one than we did with our first, and hopefully we'll keep doing that. Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. um, So, yeah, it's exciting times, really. I think it's like... Like even when you think about the playtest like that, it's like trying to like steer a massive ship, like a whole studio around the idea of like the way a game is released is such a difficult process. Like it's, so it's that was a really tortured analogy. Hold on, so, <laughs> I'm not you, really sure you, what you're are saying. Are you talking about steering a shipping game or our studio is a ship? <laughs> our studio is a ship. It's like trying to 
trying to steer that ship into like a new direction. Well, it's of, an like, unsinkable ship, right? Yeah, just, unsinkable. Just, yeah, yeah, of okay. course, of course. But um, <laughs> like the Titanic. Much <laughs> 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 deadpan expression as well. And it went, <laughs> and it went more. Will the lifeboat be seated according yeah. to class? <laughs> You're ripping this poor analogy. I'm all right. Women and children first. <laughs> Now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. So. What was the what was it? Oh, I'm just going to distill it down now. It's no, like, it was, so, I see where you're going. Something about a ship. Yeah. It's something. like changing the mindsets of, of everyone who works in the whole entire studio into this idea of regular releases. Yeah. Um, can be a challenging thing, like um, rather than just a like. Um, well, it, no, it can. Like on a traditional game, you'll get. Just a bug curve that goes up and up yep. and up and up and up, right? And then at the end, you've just got to come down this massive kind of cliff face, right? There's another rubbish analogy for you, but <laughs> um, but uh, like our bug count is just like it's, it's you know staying yep. low and we're staying on top of those as we move forward, right? You know, we're less than 100 bugs, right? I think like 60, 70 bugs or something at pretty much all times, um, compared to getting up to 2,000, 3,000 on, on a traditional game, yep. right? Um, so yeah, it's, it's a very different approach for the for the studio and for the for the team, right? Yep. Um, uh, but yeah, we've been that's what we've been building up to the last kind of couple of years, really. So, and I guess every time we do one of those play tests, there's new game features in there, so it's yeah. another opportunity to get feedback as early as possible. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. people getting hands on time and telling us what they liked and what they didn't like, and us being able to respond to that even as super early as we are is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah and I think that's, that's, that's true. One of the key things that we've always talked about is once we're out there with players, we want to be regularly delivering features and regularly responding. Yeah. Right? And it's kind of cool that now we're starting to get into these regular internal play tests. Um, we are actually delivering kind of what we call value, but mm -hmm. in each build there's, there's new things to kind of come back and test and play and everything yeah. and we can improve. And it, it's kind of cool that we're getting into that with them already. Yeah, yeah. And the way that the, the team's structured in terms of squads, so we have lots of different <coughs> squads across the team owning different parts of the game, right? And um, the fact that they're all kind of staggered a little bit and working on their own parts, it means actually they naturally do fall in and kind of get delivered mm -hmm. regularly rather than all in one kind of bunch. So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's coming together pretty nicely, I think. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Uh, Did anybody stay up for it? Not the Redmond one, no. Well, that was like, it was 3 a.m. to 5 p.m., wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Bobby was up. Yeah, we, Bobby we, was we up. We were all asleep. A, yeah, there was a few people. <laughs> I'd had an exhausting week. We had some of our marketing kind of partners yeah. in, um, a lot of discussions, a lot of meetings, and so, yeah, I just needed the, I needed, it was Thursday night, I needed the rest. But it's like, I kind of wrestled with it myself as to whether I should wake myself up or not, and I thought, it's not really scalable that I will be in every single playtest ever, so I'm yeah. going to have to trust that we're going to get data back, you know, we're yeah. going to get telemetry yeah. of how many people played, if there were crashes, if there were problems, we're going to get the feedback and yeah. it's all going to get filtered through that's the, that's the level I have to kind of operate on at I can't play everything and so I that was my fact, justification for not getting up used the, uh, scalable to refer to your personal time yeah. <laughs> yeah is that one of the buzzwords is that going on the board I think it might, have to, go on, it might have to go on <laughs> the um, micro speak board yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm currently winning yeah you <laughs> definitely are yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was my justification for not getting up at three in the morning anyway. That's yeah. how I sold it to myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, but other than that, there's, I guess there's lots of other great work happening in the studio with the what we referred to last time with the loop. So being able to mm -hmm. follow a treasure map, go to an island, dig up the treasure, carry it back to the ship and then get that back to an outpost in the world. That's going really well mm -hmm. and that's feeling great. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we're also starting, well, recently we started work on world navigation. So the ability to use a compass to navigate through the world and use a map on the ship to find your way through the world. And that's all complementary to that loop of crews working together 
to sail the ship to a destination and get something of value. So it's uh, pretty cool to start seeing that show yeah. up in playtest. It's awesome. As yeah. opposed to when we had our marketing partners here and they had to navigate through the world via a, this, a yeah. physical ship's map in the world because <laughs> it wasn't in the game yet. Same uh, gameplay. Though. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just. I didn't have this open during the playtest earlier, so I'm just going. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 That went well though. I think that that, that playtest we had because just anecdotally just talking to people afterwards um, and people saying you know all the different tangents they went they went off on when they went you know they were you know taking a chest back to their ship and then they saw another ship come and try and take it from them and you know things like that just all those things that um, uh, you know the emergent stories that people are having um, yeah just getting a lot of uh, initial feedback from people when it's been yeah. going yeah it just introduces a completely it. new way to play yeah mm-hmm. they really do new yeah. motivations new goals and that's just that's great like that's more and more of that stuff we want right yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, yeah very refreshing to play that yes we, we got we got sorry so we count one right now mm-hmm. we got to the the island we found treasure mm-hmm. took it back to the ship but then saw another ship kind of moored in the bay so I kind of realised well they're they're probably on the island hunting for treasure as well. So we secured our treasure on the ship and then went to go find them. Wait for them to find it, obviously. Oh, we did the same, but we took their ship. So we just were (laughs) sailing to... I wonder if that was me. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. There's there's the term that always gets thrown about, a water cooler moment. Is that not a thing? Yeah. It's your... um, it's a podcast moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say it's a bit 80s, maybe. Yeah, like hanging around, like the, telling the stories of work. But it's like, it is the same. Like, you'll always, like, especially after we've had an in studio playtest, like, there's always, like, people <coughs> you walk around the studio and say, like, oh, like, and recount your, your playtest moments. Yeah. And it's really cool. Like, as the feature set expands, like, the, de- the stories, like, yeah. the difference in the stories. I, got, really. I was just being pinged to the last one, going, you're being a bit loud. You're shouting a lot. Can you stop shouting? Can you quieten down, please? <laughs> really? It's because Rich Cousins kept shooting me in the face and I was just screaming at him. So, yeah, sorry. Got a bit carried away. So, yeah, like, I was, mine was just me and Andrew Wensley um, on a ship. And just, he was, dream ve- team. It was very, very strict on nautical oh, terms. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> he made me work for the treasure. <laughs> Um, what about you guys? Are you up to anything interesting over there? You just I don't, I've got an go awkward side. No, no, well, I, if I talk about what we're doing, then people have no reason to stop by the social channels if I tell them what's going up. You can tease. Looking at holiday stuff. We're in a good place with that. So we've got some cool things coming. You said that last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've actually decided on what we're doing. <laughs> 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 it's it's important clarification. Yeah, oh, yeah. we have the, a plan now. Last Thomas time we were Cook making plans. Mm. What? what? You're talking about Thomas Cook catalogue. Browsing through his... Oh, holiday stuff. Oh, no, not <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the image I got. Uh, like Christmas. I did as well, Christmas but I couldn't figure out what you were talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Not a good joke if you have to explain uh, that. That was too late. Like yeah. The moment had already passed. Um... But and okay, and that like bombshell of an end. No, um, we're gonna move, <laughs> we're gonna oh, move on to uh, the next part of our podcast, which is talking to the audio department. We're gonna talk through questions we've had from the community um, relating to the videos that we've released over the past month, and get some insight on that. And we'll see you on the other side. Hello, and welcome back to. Tales from the Tavern, the official Sea of Thieves podcast. And you can see I've got with me here, you may recognise them from their Not latest movie. Can see. Oh, yeah. Well, well, <laughs> you will be able to hear eventually. But we've got here. Uh, a mystery voice. 
<laughs> the mystery. <laughs> the crew from the latest movie, uh, Guns of Osiris, uh, Gun Harder. And uh, they're going to introduce themselves from left to right as our audio team. Uh, so I'm Guillaume, and I'm a sound designer here on CFUs. I'm Robin, I'm head of music at Rare. Uh, I'm John. I'm the audio director. Awesome. Um, so let's get straight into it. Obviously, like I said before, our, the videos we had uh, this month were all focused around the, the audio department um, and all included these guys here. Um, so um, we've been taking kind of questions, looking at YouTube comments. Um, and although there weren't many questions this month, which must have been us doing a really good job of answering everything in the videos. That's right. Uh, hyper-informative. <laughs> Um, I have uh, taken some comments and then we'll kind of answer questions around those. So the first uh, person we're going to go with is Rare Warrington um, <laughs> said on YouTube, um, uh, some looking forward to this. Also, the end track is sublime. Can't wait to hear more. So Robin, I'm going to direct end this at you. I believe they're talking about the end track on the YouTube videos. Oh, oh right, the little melody at the on end. On the end slide. You told me a little fact about that today, did, didn't today you? Today I did, yeah. yeah. So, so a little factoid about that is that is actually my first stab at a theme. Mm. Mm. But I didn't think it was very theme-like, so I, I saved it. Yeah, put it at the end. Save it for the end slides. <laughs> <laughs> but I still liked it, but it just didn't feel like it. It kind of felt like it didn't really go anywhere, so... I didn't. I don't know. It just didn't feel main themey enough for me. But mm. I quite liked it as a melody and a little motif. So it felt more like you were going off into the distance on your ship. Well, we've both mm -hmm. got it stuck in our adventure. heads, so it's catchy. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I think um, like we've had like there was three or four comments on these videos on the four videos about the end track. Yeah. Like, um, so it's obviously sticking with people. People are liking it. What's um. What are some of the inspirations around the actual musical themes that we've heard already? We've heard some in the trailers. and um, I think always with me, it's, it's just always try and write a decent tune, a decent melody that kind of gets stuck in people's heads. I think if you can whistle it or hum it, you're onto a sort of the right track, I think, with any, any kind of music writing. Um, and then on top of that, it was just trying to make it piratey and not too perfect, just a bit cranky, creaky, piratey, really. Thank you. I like it. So, because like, um, we went through like a few different iterations of the themes and stuff, and we instrumentation-wise especially. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it, it's trying to, I suppose, it's, it's having a, a decent melody, I think, having this, that sort of piratey, not-too-perfect not kind of um, vibe to it, but also keeping that rare kind of signature, not taking itself too seriously, the sort of funny bits in it as well. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you just want those. I think the thing with the with Sea of Thieves, it's such a, a rich kind of um, subject matter. You can you can go all over the place with the music. I think you can go really moody with it and really kind of creepy, but also quite lighthearted as well. And emotional. Well, there are some some really nice tracks that I've heard that will be in the game that are quite like yes. tonally quite different like, to what yes. we heard already. Yeah. Um, so there's one called currently called Becalmed which is kind of very, I don't know, I suppose it's almost wondrous, I think. I'd describe it as, I don't know, anybody else want to sort of say what they think of it? Or? <laughs> or when we walked I think it's rubbish. <laughs> I hate that tune. <laughs> Actually, you didn't like it when we walked into the tavern and it was playing. You said, no, what's that doing playing? No, that was Seek the Dead. We'd like oh. to talk about all this stuff. Okay. Yeah, they, they can't hear it, can they? <laughs> 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 yeah. Was that Seek the Dead, was it? Uh, okay. I thought, oh, that sounds a bit odd, yeah. 
Oh, it's, that sounds um, good. Yeah. It's but, yeah, I suppose it's trying to hit these different these different emotions um, so that the player can go. Well, I, I, I'm sort of feeling in this mood, so I'm going to play this tune. Yeah, yeah. I think like um, one of the comments I had described around the becalmed one was very kind of Lord of the Rings esque, like epic feeling, like swelling. Yeah, um, oh. it felt kind of like that. Okay. So. When, when I had that. When was Becalmed? I haven't, I haven't heard it, so I don't know. Well, yeah, have we, have we announced Becalmed? No, no, but I've heard it. Oh, I heard I their own see. Decision. John's just showing off. <laughs> I've heard it all the time. He all the All the tunes off the heart. The, um, sitting outside Robin's office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, talking about that kind of inspiration, like, I remember, like, way back when we were creating the trailer for E3 2015. 15. Right, um, yeah. And there, there was that kind of change of, like, you know, like taking the tone a little like, darker. Yes, yeah, because it was kind of. Mm, yeah, yeah, we do. Very good. Remember yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I do remember that. Yeah, because we were we were a little bit tonally in a different place just before that, and that kind of really solidified where we were going with it. Do you, do you remember? Because we yes, were like, I've... we need to darken that up a little bit because we were a little bit light. Um, mm. You know, it was almost kind of. Just, a, just slightly, wasn't it? It was little, yeah. maybe a little bit jaunty in places. Yes, that's something right, that yeah. was maybe felt a little bit too comedic. Mm. Um, but having said that, I think elements of those are creeping back in. But yes, yeah. just in the right kind of yeah. uh, measure. Yeah. I think. I mean, the tune we've currently got on the front end is has like a little piccolo line on it, which is quite fun. But it's the it's over a sort of fairly dark, yeah, brooding kind of sort thing of riff it, yeah. on a um, nickel harper and. Yeah, it was interesting to see some of the stuff from the 2015 trailer, the original music that was in there, that didn't make it through, kind of making it, it went into the 2016 trailer, because yes. we we, when we had to extend that out like for more yeah. gameplay, and eventually kind of made that in, but instrumentation changed quite we a bit. We did, yeah, because it, yeah, it was kind of really soaring strings in it, and mm -hmm. um, sort of harps and uh, bell trees, and a, a sort of magical, almost, mm -hmm. yeah. kind of um, fantasy sort of sound, I suppose, and we... We sort of took those elements out, but kept those melodies, and then rammed the hurdy on top of it, and then it was like, oh yeah, it fits now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. what we did, didn't we? Yeah. I just that's remember singing cool. the bit, and you, despite the fact that the words were na 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 na, them having to be stuck up on the wall for everybody to follow along. And you covered that in tea as well, didn't you? And like properly yeah. aged it. Yeah. I still have it. Do you? Is that, is that still in your office? I thought mm -hmm. you said he covered it in tears. Pirate tea, Yorkshire gold, as it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so we then can move on to um, we did a video called uh, "Sounds of the Land and Sea," which I think mm -hmm. it was a strange title we chose because I think it sounds like a play days episode. But the um, it's like, <laughs> um, the American people probably won't get that, or anyone. <laughs> Like under the age of like, yeah. Um, so it's, it's um, who was it? DM Twenty One Gaming mm -hmm. said on YouTube um, on that video. Always good to see that sound wasn't an afterthought, and the quality of your process truly shows. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go to gear <laughs> on this one. And it's like, can. You talk us through the process um, of cr cr uh, creating a particular like tough sound or like a unique kind of sound effect. Like yeah, make it larger than life and adding more character to it, uh, so it, it sounds 
more satisfying when you play because you you expect this feedback when you do like I don't know like shooting the cannons or uh, lowering the capstan and you want to hear everything like creaking and 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 reacting to what you do but it has to be a lift compared to what's reality are because it's just boring that's what I, that's why like, I say in the video it's, it's just like <laughs> when you record guns they just literally go bang like there's no character to them and it's like Gilm's job to put all that character in to give it all that kind of you know yeah structure that yes. kind of make it makes it kind of really unique to that gun and makes you feel like awesome when you fire it yeah so it's it's all those layers put together like the cannon is like you got the powder burning you got this sort of and then you got the explosion of it and then you, you can hear the recoil of the cannon so it's all those sounds assembled that make it like whoa actually going, going back to the e3 video that's very much what jamie did for the actual sound design part of that, I mean, obviously we had uh, Robin's score going on it, but like we really slowed down. So when the cannon fired, it was very much the fizz slowed down, and then the, the that initial pop, uh, and then all the explosion of the gases and all of that sort of stuff. We really went into a lot of detail to split that all out and for that to last five seconds as opposed to like that. Yeah. So it, it was that was quite a, an interesting sort of uh, foray into like looking at it sound like that really. Because I think it's what you expect to hear rather than what's actually there, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, can you talk about a particular sound that I know we talked about the Land Rover like one with the capstan um, in the video? Is there any particular sounds that were kind of like cool to create? Or? What do you mean by cool? That's very subjective, but there was this sound of sometimes the coolest thing is like the most simpler thing you can think of, and mm -hmm. that works, like the paper towel. Uh, that Jamie did, but the there was also this uh, yeah. dead tree. So we, we got a dead tree on some islands, and it's creaking depending of the wind speed. And it's really hard getting this sound because if you go outside, well, if the tree is creaking, it's not creaking a lot, and there will be a lot of wind, and you will have the leaves of the trees around. Um, so I used a plastic bottle and I, I twisted, and it made this nice creak, really dry, uh, and it didn't sound so plasticky. And we put it in the game, and that. That worked in the rest of the environment. Yeah. That's it's a nice little detail with everyday object. It's always a bit satisfying doing this. <laughs> you created a, a lovely segue <laughs> into my next question here, which was <laughs> how do you go about making sure that the islands like feel like they're they're alive? So I got some books about wildlife in the Caribbean. <laughs> so I actually researched a bit about what kind of birds. Is I didn't know anything about birds or any sort of exotic wildlife. So I was like, oh, okay, this thing is more nocturnal and this thing wake up in the morning and it does this and this and this. And with this, it, it was a bit like colors on a palette and then I could like use them um, on the island. And so each island can have, uh, of each sea can have a different tone to it. So they all sound a bit different. And, and of course, time of the day and wind speed and all our in-game parameters are, are changing those. In so, so just to, as the sun comes up at sort of four in the morning, half three, four, then you get the birds really sort of, they're quite present. That's when they're most present. Mm. And then they kind of chill out and then the crickets come in. And there's, that's, you know, a lot of stuff is happening throughout the day. So you go there in the morning, go there in the evening, go there at night, and it's all completely different, um, but all sort of completely in keeping, which is mm. awesome. It's great to hear that, like, because um, I never even think about it like that, you know, that that you have to take in with this kind of open world idea and the kind of day-night cycle and different weather conditions like changing. It's like, obviously, you guys have to tie sound to those different parameters, but it's really cool. I never think of the idea of, like, if the wind blows harder, the creeks get louder and like, the yes. trees and change. Yeah. That's 
We actually, we actually do individual gusts of wind. We know about those gusts, and those gusts affect the trees more. Uh, so that when you're stood next to a tree, you hear a in the wind, and you hear the shh go with it actually in the tree, which is super cool. Yeah, they walk together. Yeah. I know, that is amazing. It's <laughs> very cool. Brutish Vulgarian, yeah. <laughs> apparently, on YouTube said, this video made me love your game. I think hearing cannon through the water from the lower deck could be trippy sounding. So I guess he's talking about how the sounds sound different depending on where in the ship you are, which we covered in the video, didn't we? Yeah. But it's something I notice when I play. I really like going. It sort of sounds almost like you're in a bubble. That's exactly it. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, the that claustrophobic feel, because um, it, you know, imagine being in the deck of a ship with all the cannons going off, water leaking in. It's like a pretty hostile place, and mm. we just we kind of we were trying to get that feeling. And I think cutting a lot of the outside sound was like a really good starting point. I think we just sort of started carving sounds out rather yeah. than adding stuff in. And that was a really good starting point one that we were just thinking like, ooh. And then we started thinking about what would the water sound like down here? And, uh, you know, how would the creeks sound? And like mm. mixing all that stuff together. We've put a lot of iteration time into that because uh, the boat is hugely important. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's the core of what we do. So like we're putting a lot of effort into making sure that sounds awesome. So, I, I think it also when when even when you're not in battle, it sounds really cozy as well. <laughs> like, it's quite a nice place to just hang out because because of all the creeks and the yeah, yeah. It, without all the you know just ambience and atmosphere yes. going outside, you're just dropping down to like. Because when you're yeah. down in that brig deck, it, it, you know you get all the sort of the, the noises, but they're all affected. But they're not filtered noises of what's upstairs. They're actually unique sounds to that deck of that ship. So all of the different classes of sounds, the so creaks, uh, so the water outside, it's all uniquely uh, made in our uh, digital audio workstations for that purpose. It's not kind of just we're filtering other sounds. And we've got that for each of the decks of the ship. So as you come out... Uh, from the brig deck into the map deck into the middle deck, then you kind of get a little bit more sense of the outside, but you're still quite enclosed. And then as you go up the final stairs, you kind of hear all the outside sounds coming in. And it's quite a, an amazing moment, especially when you're hurtling along the ocean and you can kind of hear all the bow splashes. You can hear the internal ones. And then as you come out, you just sort of see all the VFX and hear it all. And it's really nice. It's a, it's a, it's a good wow moment, I think. Mm. I remember like... Um at home, sitting, um, when I was able to sit with the surround sound and stuff, just quiet at night with the, the TV on myself and just uh, the ship sailing along at night and just hearing the water just gently lap when you're in like a, like a low, the waves are riding quite low on the side yeah. of the ship and you're yeah. just hearing it gently lap and it's super relaxing. Like yes. when you're just there yourself, <laughs> hearing the boat slightly creak and stuff and the sails kind of bellowing below the water. It's, it's amazing, like the audio experience I think is fantastic. It's cool actually because you can be from that very choppy sea and we've obviously, the, the ocean noise kind of ramps up when, when it's really choppy and then you can kind of put the sails up and drift into calm sea. You can hear all the sea just sort of really really calm down and then obviously you can jump off the boat go under the water or swim around a bit and then go out by the the shoreline and then that all sounds very you know sort of on holiday kind of vibe so it's really relaxing you know if you did nothing and there was nobody else shooting at you it'd be quite a relaxing game <laughs> so it was it was yourself that wrote a lot of that software for the below deck stuff was it like, it was yeah and the ocean sort of stuff as well so the ocean's a really complex object actually because you've got uh it changing from shoreline 
um, to sort of rough sea. That's one kind of axis. And then you've got your distance from it, so you can, it can drop off and it can be a big sort of wash noise. So when you're up on a distant hill, you can hear the ocean. So that's still got to work. And you've got underwater, uh, you've got swimming around in it, you've got wading in it and splashing around. So there's all these different things that we have to bolt together. And then you go, oh, the sea sounds just normal. You, know, you, do, you barely notice it because it's just right and you, you, we hopefully do it right so that people don't go, oh, that sounds a bit wrong. So it's yeah, it's quite tricky, but there's a lot to it certainly. Yeah, that's cool. And so probably to answer this guy's question, like we do have cannonballs, the sounds of cannonballs firing underwater. Like yes, we do. Well, under deck at the moment, the water sound is we do filter a lot of that stuff. Um, I don't think we there's not a specific sound for when you're firing underwater, is there? No, but the water will filter the the impact yeah. of the cannon if it hits your ship. So if you yeah, if, you're, if a cannonball comes past you in the water. There will be, we haven't got it yet, but there will be because we've got all of the kind of necessary stuff for it. If you're underwater and a cannonball go past you, you will hear that kind of saving private run as it goes past you and whatnot, which is sounds, sweet. Which would be cool. Yeah, and <laughs> but but if you were below on the bottom deck and your, uh, your ship was filling up with water yes. and there was cannons firing oh, up yes. above you. Yeah, we've you? already got that in. Yeah. That's, that sounds super cool. Essentially, when you're in the map deck, you get the kind of, you get a little bit of that contact mic because obviously there's rollers on the bottom of the cannon. So when they roll back, you get all of that sort of contact stuff from the wood and plus a load of kind of acoustic, you know, like, you know, reverby type stuff. And then when you go down to brig deck, you get less of that sort of that contact noise and you just get more of the big washy sound. And it just, yeah, it's it's pretty epic. You, you know, when you're sort of down there repairing and you can hear the cannons going off and you can hear the cannons on the close other ship as well. So if it comes quite close, you can hear them firing as well. And it's sort of reverberating around your deck. It's very, very cool. That's cool. So we... We had a video, it was our first short haul video, I think that was back in oh, September? August. Was it August? Or July, yeah, I was looking at them this morning. August, <laughs> really? August wow. it was, yeah. Oh On God, the instruments. it's been that long, yeah, yeah. instruments. Um, so, obviously you guys had a huge part to play in the creating of the, the instruments and, and how they work. Um, the, the software behind syncing those up, was that, was that difficult? Like, was that a difficult process? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> There was nothing in the engine uh, to do the things that we needed to do. And we'd already prototyped it. So I knew our audio middleware could handle it because um, we'd already prototyped it and we had a fully working thing, but that was in a completely different language. So putting it into Unreal and, and C Sharp, sorry, C++ was just, it was, it was very, very tricky. It took me about, I think, two months. And then I had to basically parachute in a senior coder to finish it off because I was struggling with the last bit that synced everything up and looked at net relevancy and all these things that I don't really understand. So he came in and sort of put his arm around me and just went, it's all right, I'll take it. <laughs> so took it off me and then like two days later it was totally working and it's uh, it stayed working ever since. Mm. Yes. Apart from one server crash just before E3, uh, which was my fault technically, uh, but they, they fixed all that up and since then I think it's been working really well. That's amazing. And when we think about the parts for that, like yeah. how many, is, what are the different parts we play? Because we never, in that video, we re really never got to go in depth with like talking about how the actual system works. Mm. Um, so can we? So if you, um, say if you've, if you've got the hurdy and you start playing, you will play um, the lead part. And then if Guillaume picks up the concertina and joins in, he'll, he'll support, he'll play a backing. To my lead part. Never noticed that. Mm. And, if, and, ah. and then, and if John picks up another instrument, have we talked about any other <laughs> instruments yet? Or? Um, no. 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 Okay. 
Another so, a, a another instrument. Or if it was a, another instrument. <laughs> yeah. Then that would that would also play backing. But if I if I decide to drop out, then Gilm will take on the melody, mm. and I can if I join back in, I will then be backing him. So you could as if you wanted, you could go. I'll play it for eight bars. You play it for eight bars, and you know we'll just. Mm riff off each other like that. That's cool. Um, Our audio intern, Matt, is really good at that. We had a basically a jam, him and I, when we were doing some other instruments, which I shan't mention. Um, but Say we, hypothetically some sort of percussion instrument. Mate, well, no, actually, this was a, a more a, a fretted, fretted stringed oh, instrument. All right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but we were, we were kind of recording some new versions of that. Uh, and he was literally bringing in the melody part on his fretted stringed instrument, <laughs> and then he was dropping out, and I was doing the concertina part. So it was really cool. We had this good interplay. So I think good musicians would be able to make it sound awesome. Yeah, you know, bring well, in the drums. Most people would be able to go count a melody, you know, for that. Yeah, one, yeah. And you drop out and I'll drop Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. I mean, but the other thing that's amazing is, is the syncing, but also the distance on it as well. So you can wander away from each other. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the mix go, changes the whole time. It's constantly hunting yeah. your surroundings. I've always so, wanted to be able to like sail up to an island and someone like, for example, Devil's Ride, someone's just up at the very top, just standing like you just hear it at night time, yeah. like in the distance, would be really, like that kind of. But if, if really you could awesome. hear it, you could play along with it as well. So if, when they're in earshot, that's the kind of thing to say. Oh, I can play along. I can oh, play that's that's pretty sweet. Which, right. So they'd be able to hear you in the distance and vice versa. Be very cool. Um, and, if, and if you know, you uh, had a, had had a little drink and then decided to play, you know, it might, <laughs> might sound a bit different. No. <laughs> Oh, that's, uh, potentially, potentially, <laughs> or if you fall off the boat, <laughs> go in the water. Yeah, maybe. Look at that sound different. That would be a good thing to do. That would mm. be a good thing to okay. do. That'd be interesting. <laughs> the um, so again, back to themes and, yep. and stuff like that. People kind of they often expect a particular theme to be tied to a game or a movie, mm -hmm. um, but we've talked a lot about. This like in the, the music being like helping these emergent stories, and we don't want to really get in the way of like insinuating anything, any particular thing is happening in the game yeah. um, with music. So where can we expect to see themes and stuff pop up? I mean, mm. we've, had, we've had them in the trailers. Yes, um, we've had them in that. We've had them, obviously we have our YouTube videos, and you can imagine them being on the front end of anything. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, um, so in the in the. Back in the bar, whatever the word pirate word is. Tavern. Tavern. The thing we're in right now. That's the one I was searching for. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you'll be able to hear versions of them there that you'll then be able to go out and play. Um, so there's themes there. Um, it's how much detail we go into here. Um, if, there's a, there's def if there's definitely something happening, we will be playing a theme to support that to support, yeah. we go it, it's all about um, what emotion the player's feeling mm -hmm. and we don't want to be inferring anything that they're not feeling so but if we can go well if this is this this is actually happening this scenario is going on right now then there will be a theme for that yeah. Yeah. event yeah even you can imagine in a quest for example uh -huh. like um, possibly like when you find the treasure or something there are yep. it's more it's more like a sting in that situation yeah it is but I mean I suppose it's, yeah, sting it still has a theme to it right yeah. you can you could that, that is essentially the sting isn't it and if you start a quest there'll be something to yes yeah, underpin that you know there's a, a definite kind of okay we're going we're going to set sail we're going to go on an adventure so 
Yeah, there's very very few, if any, moments really, apart from the start of a game where the control is taken away from the player. So mm-hmm. it is like it's often in those moments that we can try and kind of inject it mm-hmm. with. But there certainly will be. There are enough events going on in the game that we can we know that the player is going to be feeling a certain or ought to be feeling a certain way. Mm-hmm. So the de- design are really fine with us going. Okay, uh, uh, we can play something there that it evokes a certain emotion. Uh, but as long as we're out very quickly and you know we've got we've, we're very bookended and we've got mm-hmm. to make sure that we don't sort of step on toes. But, but there are events that happen mm-hmm. around death, around respawning, around this, that, and the other that we can put sound on and put music on. To, to sort of convey the right emotion. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of the themes that turn up all over the place in different forms. So there's the shanties, but there's also the sort of the music that drifts in. That, that sounds like it's just wafting in on the air. Mm-hmm. You'll wafting. hear wafting, you'll, wafting in. <laughs> I feel wafer. Um, you'll hear those themes mm. embedded in that as well, and like characters. And those themes change as well, don't they? On the if you're on the island, they're different. Uh, if you're on the deck of the ship, they're different. And then you and know, if it's at night time, it's it, different. Yes, yeah. so they're, they they you know they're constantly changing, mm-hmm. and there's loads of them. So you've just got this wonderful kind of delivery of sort of uh, there's music know. constantly firing off. Yes, because yeah. we were really the, the the point about it was that we were trying to get our tone across in the music and to have enough of that music. So if you're just doing sort of very deliberate events there can be quite a long time between these events you know mm. so is what we're saying we don't want to deliver any music of course we're not we, we still want to deliver the tone and give that triple a kind of quality uh because that's really hugely important to what we're trying to get across so you know for me it's it's really important that we deliver music constantly ish you know within reason. yeah i mean and the other thing the thing for me is it's what i don't my, one of my big bears is that kind of repetitiveness mm. Mm-hmm. If I say to somebody, "Oh, I'm, what do you do for a living?" I'm, I write music for games. Oh, you do all that repetitive kind of annoying music. And it's, and that's obviously they're clearly talking about games from probably 1987. <laughs> but it is a it is a kind of a bit of a go on a level, level tune starts and then loops around mm-hmm. indefinitely till you leave the level. Um, so we're sort of taking more of a granular approach with it, where the it's it's chopped up into sections and they kind of fade in and fade out and randomly between each each one. They're not it's not a set order, and it can just come and go. And if you decide to, I'm going to play a tune on my my, shan- my uh, hurdy, they'll just sort of fade away while you do that. Mm-hmm. So there's always constantly some supply of music. Yeah, it's kind of <coughs> tying that the emergent kind of gameplay into that emergent mm-hmm. sound, I guess, that emergent mm-hmm. like soundscape and changing around, and. Can I like finally to tie this up? I don't have this written down, but I just thought about it there. But the um... <laughs> Guillaume's hair. <laughs> yes, that, that was a big talking point after the last video. Yeah, like people. It wasn't people just us; it was in the comments too. It was in the comments. Well, it makes me carry a brush round. Like a <laughs> 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 Look after it. Every so often. Okay. Ridiculous. You used to have long hair. Yeah. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, curly yeah. as well. Mm. Long ginger. <laughs> Not tempted to grow it out again. No. I'm, I am, but there's no chance of that happening. Just my wife. Come on, Ruben. Okay, yeah, whatsoever. I understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my husband's not allowed to grow a moustache because he looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He won't listen to this. He knows. He knows. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> I think like <laughs> that was a good deal. <laughs> when we. 
like we know that the game is like it's set in a fantastical world, so there is that sense of like kind of um, like well, fantastical about about things. But we haven't we haven't seen much of that through the gameplay. But are you guys starting to think about that when it comes to sound? I know there's a, absolutely. I know mm-hmm. there's um, some elements I've seen a particular instrument um, in your department that is very cool. Yes, already yeah. recorded that. Ooh. Yeah. Way too stupid. But yeah, I think that's like... I tweeted a picture of that. Which one? We did a little the water... The ghost bowl thingy, as I call it. Yeah. Ghost bowl thingy is a good description. Ghost bowl thingy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really creepy. I like it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've seen some hints, obviously. The Comic-Con panel that uh, Ryan showed, we showed some of the kind of ghost elements of that. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm using it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we could imagine things like that. But what about yourself, Guillaume? Are you looking into more of those sounds, or? Well, some of the sounds, of course, you can't you can't just decide to make them fantastic because they, it's, it serves no purpose. Like we have basic foley, like footsteps and cannons and things that are that existed at some point mm-hmm. uh, or in some form, um, and which are not fantastic. And I think that there is a whole um, world of like you know um, ghost ship and Mermaids and and magic and there there is all this pirate folklore, um, which everybody expect also. Uh, so we're, we're thinking about this uh, and we prepared some um, things already. I can't. Mm. I can't no, no, like, yeah. we're keeping an air of mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't worry. It's like I mean we've we've seen mermaids in our E three two thousand sixteen trailer. We've seen oh yes, uh, and stuff yes. Like that. So they're they're all out there. But it's just interesting to think about like taking. How we make, I mean, obviously, our mermaids, when you see them in the trailer, look quite different to like it's not like the little mermaid or anything. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it'll be quite interesting to see where we go in regards to sound and that. Um, Do you figure out what a mermaid sounds yeah, like? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, it's, we've, but it's not Ariel. No, no. We already kind of know. We've got, we've got some stuff certainly uh, in the prototype that's, that's in. Uh, we've got the sounds into the game. They just they're just waiting to be sort of hooked up to that stuff at the moment. So we yeah we know exactly how those are going to sound and um, the music and the music. Yeah, mm-hmm. you heard that? Yeah. I haven't heard that one yet. I'm I need to pop along you after have this. Heard you haven't heard everything, have you? Yeah. I thought I had to. Uh, had Does he just to, like come and hang out in your corridor yeah. a lot? You can come and listen to it. But the um, actually <laughs> the, the way we've done that with the music is very much uh, for the. Ghost ship. Have we have we announced the ghost ship? We, we, yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Good. Yeah, for the ghost <laughs> ship um, and the mermaid, uh, for those both those things, the way we deliver the music is very uh, it's very sort of procedural almost, isn't it? It's sort mm-hmm. of procedurally triggered. So we've got some stuff that plays, and we keep changing it every so often, and we've got limits of like how the minimum time and the maximum time, and we kind of mix it all up. So everything you're getting, you can listen. To, you know, we've listened to it uh, whilst we were messing around. We got it running on the island. Um, we were just playing it for a good hour, and you know this probably has, has probably about ten minutes of content in there. And just because it changes and all these things are layered with it all differently and randomly changing, yeah. it's, it's just so mixed up. And we've done that yeah. for the mermaid, uh, the the ghost ship, and ghost the ship. front end. We will be doing it because the front end, you know, we've just got a linear piece in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but we're going to. Well, that's that the plan part. with everything. I think the, from the island stings and the, yes. the, the sort of little yep. pieces at play. We're just trying to keep that role of we'll always try and do something where it randomly random rises. Randomly randomizes. Exactly it. And the ghost ship is a pretty good one. Yeah. Because it's um it, it the chord whichever chord a section finishes on, the next section will start on the same chord. So it can cross fade, but it will hold 
And then on top of that, there's there's layers of instruments that play different melodies that are correct to the chord that the music's currently on. And do you think right. do you think I got a one note or anything modern about how to uh, hook this up? I didn't. I got a, a little uh, Robin Beanland factoid. I got a little little sheet of pad of paper uh, <laughs> with little F sharps, G, this that and the other for number one. Number two is this that and the other. Yeah, yeah, we, we hooked it all, and it was right as well. It was perfect. perfect. Was it tea stained? Nope. No, no, no. no. no he's a professional. I mean, come on. <laughs> but it's the, when we were sitting there listening to it, because I, I played a load of wild stuffing on the hurdy, mm-hmm. and I just basically put it in record and just played and then all this kind of in key and all that sort of stuff and that kind of thing and then pick the bits I want there was a water phone and all sorts as well water phone there's there's reverse celeste and there's so the reverse celeste is one where it's okay if it's on this chord you can pick any of these notes yes if it's on this chord and so it's all mapped out so that we'll just randomly play and it may play two maybe three you may play some together as well so you might get a nice chord you might just get a single note so it's sort of reverse sort of stuff Um, and then the hurdy lines on top of that so besides the backing which is kind of doing its own thing as well all those bits that are trigger at those points will be correct to the chord that the backing's on. Mm-hmm. I'll explain yeah, this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but we were sort of listening to it, and it's like, oh, just getting surprised by something coming in. Because you just forget, you record so much stuff, there's so much stuff sat there. It's just going off, and it has a life of its own after it's left. Yes. Yeah. Me, it's kind of just doing its own thing then. There was one Sorry, that way, you, that. you did a little refrain from the main sort of theme, didn't you, for, mm-hmm. uh, for one of the kind of little layers. It just popped out one time, we're like, ooh, there's that, you know, it's you like just a got recognisable bit. Thieves melody. Mm-hmm. But you could, wait, you could wait really... an hour and not hear it. Yes, hear absolutely, yeah. It. That's always really cool, for, especially for fans if they're trying to listen yeah. to that yeah, sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought I'd finish off on something that was, since this is, of course, the 31st of... October and it's Halloween today. It is Halloween today, yeah. isn't right. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. Yeah. Up to speed now. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to get us to do some sort of Halloween thing. Yeah. <laughs> sing a Halloween theme song. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We did. We did. We did. I know we're going to share it again because it's just it's really really good. It'd be interesting. Is it just it's a Scottish thing where the really when you go round doors asking like essentially a trick or treat, they make you come in and you have to do something for it. Like you have to, like say a poem or a, on, sing a song. No, that's that's definitely doesn't happen around it. You know, Hang usually the kids go to the door, Scott, and oh, then they Scotland. get a bunch of sweets. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Or oh if they no, come you to have my to. House, I pretend I'm not there. Oh, <laughs> oh you're one of those. Eh? I'm one of those. Do you leave a bowl of sweets outside though? No. Don't you? No. Oh, <laughs> that's that's just wrong, isn't it? Really? Throw monkey nuts from the window. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I'm not mad. Honestly, my my kids would be crying. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, that's <laughs> another <laughs> month over. <laughs> I've not come across well in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's another month over, and then like thank uh, these guys for obviously um, helping us out here at the end, and hopefully they give you a little insight into into the audio department. Um, Obviously, if you're listening uh, to this on any reputable podcast mm-hmm. apps, um, you can then check us out um, on YouTube. We, we have the 4K video up there for you to look at if you want to see okay. Robin's pores. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you, you can obviously expect this uh, monthly, and we, we will continue into next month with our short haul and, and inside stories. Um, and hopefully tune in again for the next podcast and just to remind everyone hashtag Tavern Talk on Twitter or Facebook if you want to ask any questions or mm-hmm. put any questions to, to the panel yeah, and thank you very much for joining and no thank you very much no for listening bye bye, bye. cheesy wave
<laughs> you have to do cheesy waves. Yeah. Do we? Bye. Bye bye.